guys. Hello, Random Maniacs. Welcome to another the whatever. best episode. <laughs> this is the going to be the best episode you've ever heard. That's a little extreme. Nope. I have nothing to talk about today. You can't be serious. Like, why are we doing in this? Entertainment or I hope that you weren't expecting me to ride the show because <laughs> I think that we've learned from past experience that I'm I'm only here for entertainment. Uh, yeah, entertainment only. value only. <laughs> no, I, I have, have no substance. I have stuff, but nothing like in the like movies and stuff. Because nothing's been on. Well, we should that. do this on Monday nights now after Walking Dead. Well, Walking Dead's on Sundays. Yeah, so we do this Monday nights after, like, we get to see Walking Dead and we can talk about I think it. Like, the I reason can... why I did not, um, because I was working. No, okay. I wasn't. Not because we, we can talk about we Walking lazy. Dead from last week, but I can't remember what happened. That I, that was we'll a long get to time that, ago. But I'll, I'll I'll talk about that. Okay. But anyway, um, <clears throat> your hair's pretty. It's a mess. No, I love I it natural. It. I love it. Oh my God, last it's night you looked amazing. Work. It's a lot of work. Too much work. But it benefits me a lot. <laughs> that has nothing to do with me. Unless you're going to sit here and twist up my hair every night. I do that. No. no. I need something to fidget with. <laughs> yeah. Be all in tangles. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll figure out something to do with it, but I, I need. Speaking of, that was so funny. What <laughs> our dog was scratching <laughs> his ear earlier. Speaking of being tangled in hair, <laughs> and somehow or another, his toenail <laughs> got caught in his hair on his ear, and he was flopping around on the ground. Y'all are laughing at him. <laughs> Poor freedom. Gotta go free him up. And then you scared Mac earlier this week. He wasn't looking. He did that we talk about it last week with the balloon for no. Valentine's? Uh uh-uh. uh. That was this week. So, oh, was it? So, for Valentine's Day, I got Gwen a heart-shaped balloon, and that was all you get, too. Uh, so, anyway, I put it on the, the table, and our smallest dog was <laughs> was very aggressive toward the balloon. He hates the balloon. He wants the balloon. He just kept balloon. barking at it for, for, like, four or five hours, and I finally said, Mac... Either go and attack that <laughs> balloon or shut up about it. Because yeah. don't just bark at it. Anyway, so Gwen knew that he didn't like it. And so waited for him not to be looking. And then touched him with the balloon. <laughs> and he turned into a cat. I'm a horrible person. But oh was, my gosh. But it anyway. was hilarious. Yeah, it was. He lived to torment our children and furry and children. Dogs, and yeah. Jeez. And our natural born children. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. Fun times. Super awesome. Yeah. How's your stress? I was just about to ask you that. Well, my car is like... I know. I don't know what's going on with it, so I'm kind of like... Not worried, worried, but I'm just like... It's difficult. Yeah, because we only have one. We're down to one vehicle right now, and then having to um, maneuver pickup, child pickup time is... But it's been working out really well with the type of jobs that I've had. That I've been able to get off work and go and do, what you you know, go and get the kids and everything like that. So it's just that you're stranded at the house during the day a lot of times. So yeah. anyway, it'll all be fine. Yeah. So. Um, and we, then what? Well, I was gonna say, and then stress. Is there anything else bothering you? No, I'm just in one. I'm not even in a mood. I'm just in a state right now where I need to. Um, I'm trying to get everything lined up how I want it. 
And I know it's never going to work out how I actually want it. It just happened with my business. Are you trying to tell me that like perfection can't happen on this side of eternity? Because I'm really, I'm working, I'm driving. (laughs) I'm working on that. No, I know I'm I'm not a perfectionist in in the sense of you are, but I do like things. Yeah, that's all it is. It was just a different way. Yeah, I'd rather. I need physical perfection. I need everything to line up symmetrically. Yeah, and you know, all everything just to be just so. Uh You know, whenever the curtains are up, I need them to be evenly separated across the middle of the window. Yeah. And your your perfection is like how things flow. Yeah. Which I don't care about at all. Yes. Noticed. So. Noticed bunch. But no, it's just, you know, with everything coming up and like orders coming in with the store. Yep. And just like reaching out to people. People are assholes. That is mean, Gwen. And people are assholes. If and you... I stand by that statement. Complete and total assholes. If you do that, if you say that about people, they're going to say that about you. I am an asshole. I will own that. I have my asshole moments. You said it, not me. I know I'm an asshole. I own that. But do you own your assholeness? I am not. And I will not. That is rude. I am not. You are crazy. Are you serious? So you don't have asshole moments? No. Oh my God. Are you serious? Okay. I think you just had an epiphany because, um, I, sir, you're an asshole. I try to be a kind. As you are, but that does not mean that you do not have asshole moments. Everybody has an asshole moment. I don't care how good and kind you are to people. You're an asshole sometimes. Whether you think that you poop rainbows and butterflies, you you do. Sometimes you hurt my feelings. I can, yeah, I agree with that, but. It's not because I'm a That's jerk. your narcissism. Um, no, it's not because right I'm a jerk. It's just because I'm uh, what you, uh, oblivious to like things that are going on. It's from ignorance, not from intentionality. You do a lot of things intentional. Intentional. Name one thing I've done intentional to hurt anybody. No, no not hurt. And this, uh, being an asshole doesn't necessarily mean you're hurting somebody. Being an asshole. Yeah, that's like implicit no, in it. No. It means that you're caring about yourself so much that you don't care in if other moment, people get hurt. I am an, an asshole. I know, in the but I don't. Sometimes. I don't know where I do that. I, it, I can't think of an example. I like. I. I actively try and live my life to never do that. And you I do, can, for I, most I can, part. And I can be oblivious and ignorant. Now, I am very guilty of that. I don't call you out that. on your assholeness. A lo- I don't. I really don't. No, you don't, because there's nothing to call out. Okay. Well, we got to table that discussion for another day. <laughs> if you can show, if you could cite one reference, I I mean, I'd, I'd be like, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just like in the, the truck the other day, when we were coming back from Kim's, you know that you scare the yeah. shit out of me when you drive. Yes. And then you just drive like a, a, a rabbit okay. animal. So, in, let me in my defense. No, 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 let me finish. And then, <laughs> when I ask, I'm like, remember that we're in the car with you. And you're like, oh, that's my nice driving. So, ah. <laughs> That's what so I was saying. So this is nice driving. In my okay. defense, like I am toning it down because you guys are in the car, and that scares me the most. Because when you're by yourself, you're like, "Well, I made somebody get off the road today. They were driving 40 miles an hour in the fast lane, and I stayed." You ever think this might be why you have high blood pressure and stuff? Oh, I know. Whenever I went into Kim's office to get like my to for the test, my blood my blood pressure was 140 over 80, and I know that was because of drive. First, you made me late. And how did I make you late? Trust me, you did. And then second, you worked late. No, 
You didn't I had a late? plan to get there on time, and you said that that plan wasn't going to work. Ow, okay, okay. Tell me what you, what your plan was. My plan. Are we was doing the, couples therapy on the day? That's fine. Oh, okay. Whenever my plan was to come home mm -hmm. and get your car that is barely running and make it go to Kim's, drive it like a standard transmission, okay. and that would have got me there at two o'clock. Okay. I didn't get there till two ten. And I know that, that that you're like, what's the big deal? For me, I hate being late. I hate, I don't want to being be late. Being late is a state of mind, man. Except for whenever somebody's late for something that you want them to be on time at. And you're like, where the hell are these people? No, don't no, they no. know I have things to do? I don't do? expect, that's why I start showing up late to things. Because I hate waiting for people. I know, but whenever you have an event and yeah. you're waiting for somebody to get there. I or, just expect people to be late. What whatever. So anyway, normal people want to be at places on time. They yeah. want to keep their commitments and their their promises to people. Time is all okay. So anyway, relative. it doesn't matter. I've I've gotten over that. You make me late for everything, and I don't <laughs> I don't get mad at you about that. And I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't express my madness towards you. You don't have to. So the whole Your way there, <laughs> but the whole way to Kim's, I didn't say anything. I tried to be nice. No, you expressed that to in have, your driving I as well. well I do that anyway, but so like t today, for example, okay. I had nowhere to like, I had no schedule to keep. I didn't have to really be anywhere. I know I made you mad by going to the store. No, no, no. Well, no, that the only thing that bothered me about that is that you always wait to go to the store whenever I'm putting my keys in my pocket to leave the house. And you're like, well, it usually oh. takes you 20 minutes to leave. You are so deluded. Anyway. It doesn't? So I, oh, I, how, I, how many times do you come back in the house today? 37. <laughs> I always do that. That's what I mean. But anyway, so I was driving. I didn't, like I said, I didn't have a schedule to keep, but there was somebody driving 40 in the 45. Yeah. I didn't need to be anywhere, but they, I just get mad whenever people are, because you it's feel, very inconsiderate. Okay. It's very inconsiderate for everybody. You are literally trying to ruin everybody. I'm going to go on you for a second. Do you think that in your life, because you, um, you know, take everything with a grain of salt any other time, yes. that you let your rage out on the road? <laughs> I guess. Man. I'm telling you, I lose my Christianity whenever I smell gasoline. I turn. It, there is an old cartoon, and I need to find it because, um, anyway, I, like, I literally, I'm cussing people, yeah. and I'm just, I'm sitting there going, and I get done, and I, <laughs> there's part of me that wants to, like, you know how hard I am on myself about yeah. everything in life. There's part of me that wants to get a hard on myself, and I'm like, Blake, you shouldn't have talked to people that you know about people that way. But there's this overwhelming part that's like, they are morons, and they need to be told that they are more. And so anyway, okay. and it's not morons; they're not idiots. I don't think that they're dumb. That's actually why I'm mad. I don't assume people are dumb. I just assume that they are completely inconsiderate. Yeah. So anyway, but there is a cartoon it's a cartoon from back in the day and it's a goofy you know goofy yeah. okay so it's this part where like he comes out and he like he sees his wife in the morning and he gets his lunchbox and he kisses her and he sees the kids and he's loving them and he's like oh he gets a phone call and oh okay and he's just so kind and everything and he gets in his car and you know puts his seatbelt on adjusts the radio everything's perfectly nice and he's calm and collected and he turns the key to the ignition and like 
the longer and longer he's in the car, like his jowls are coming up and the hackles on his back are happening. And he turns into this raging person on the road. And uh-huh. then he gets to work and he's fine. Yeah. And that is me. Uh-huh. That is every, I mean, I am fine. I need you to come home to me. Oh, I, I will. To. I have never not. I have a 100% success rate of Until coming home. Until you don't. So I'm going to need you to. Actually, with my truck, I wouldn't be the one that. Well, well they... actually, I wouldn't be dead. I'd just probably go to jail for vehicular man... mon- yeah. uh, manslaughter. Yeah. So I'm gonna need you to tuck your crazy. In. I try, and it, I'm telling you, it's one of those things. Like, there are things in my life that I just beg God for deliverance, yeah. and He's given me deliverance on a lot of things. Yeah. But this is one. I'm just like, <laughs> honestly, I, I probably don't even ask Him for for forgiveness or deliverance on this. I really don't. I probably should. This is where it happened. This is, you know... I already psychoanalyzed you, so I mean... But it's really funny because people are like, oh, you know, Blake's really kind, nice, da-da-da. But they probably just never need to drive with me, ever. And, you know, I just thought about it. I've had... Yeah. I do have friends that drive with me. They've never said anything, but I imagine that they're probably pretty terrified, too. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. I'm terrified of driving. I know you don't like mine. But I mess with you... Well, you drive about the same as I do, but I like even when no, last night we were driving to the and thing and you were I, right on he somebody. Got, I had just turned the car and I just got in I that know, lane. But I'm just saying, but you that do that often. It, well, you do it all the time too. But the thing I is, know. like, I just don't go <gasps> and put my hand all over the dashboard whenever you do it because the difference is, is that you're behind I, the wheel and no, you're in control. But when I drive, I tell you what's going on. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I did that. Or this, this is why I did that. That's why I let, I communicate with you and let you know why you possibly might be scared of my driving. I'm this not is scared why. of it. Because you drive way worse. Okay, we well, settled it. That's fine. <laughs> it's not that. It's just that the way that you drive is the same as me, except you're behind the wheel. I know that you're in control. You you know whenever you're going to brake, you're looking at things. And it would make you a worse driver if I were sitting over there going, <gasps> and grabbing well, onto the side the and thing. stuff. You've had so many close calls too when I've been in a car with you looking back. Never been in an accident. In the last 15 years, no. That's right. Anyway, I digress. I've just got never to... killed us. Thank you. Thank you for that selling point. Appreciate that. People are so tired of this. We're done. We're, Wait, I we're, told we're you. I, I, I There's to, no way people are still listening. I tried to end this three times. You kept talking. I don't care. This is something I'm very passionate about. No shit. I'm passionate about bad drivers and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Those are things that Not you can get me talking. <laughs> I pray a lot whenever I'm driving. You need to pray more. I'm like, God, get them out of my way. <laughs> okay. What did we do last night? We... I, we Mo- Moses. We went to an art show at Moses, and it was filled with culture and things that we are missing in this city. As I and I was telling Taylor and the lady that put it on, Tessa, Tessa, they are on the precipice of mm-hmm. creating yeah. diversity in yeah. Panama City. Yeah, it was. I went beautiful. to this show it was there the before, best time and ever. it was. I love. I love this show because there's every every time it's different. Because like I went to the last yeah. one and they had this huge installation on the on the um on the ceiling and going down the um down to the floor from the ceiling that same installation. I thought that was really awesome. And then like this one's just so so different. <clears throat> and um 
I just enjoy stuff like that. I enjoy culture. I enjoy yep. going and seeing I actually, uh, inside other yep. people's head and they their creativity and yep. they're they're you know creative and it's just like. And then she she was talking to us about it too last night and she's like. Yeah, she was trying to find a place on the beach, and there, there is not a place right. at all. So I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, and I was telling her about me trying to f- uh, find a place with a pop up, and it was yep. just like it's it's non-existent because these people have unrealistic expectations of what they want in places. Well, it's not it's not just un- unrealistic expectations; it's status quo. Yeah, it's the the only way that we're going to rent is for six month rental. Yeah. But if you had a bunch of people, and there are, I imagine I could probably find, if I looked and started talking to yeah. people, I could probably find 15 people that are wanting to do something similar to what you do yeah. with either homemade jewelry or yeah. organic food yeah. or art or, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, just any number of things where it's a small business just starting just out don't that want to rent it, for a weekend. I don't think it's even necessarily about like... Um, Small business to start well, now. That's true too. It's just people but don't I'm have telling, the time to sit in a stationary for it, a year. But that's the thing. Like if you own a building, yeah. If, if I could find somebody fifteen, fifteen. That's every yeah. weekend you could rent it for two hundred dollars yeah. or whatever it is. I that's mean, better than it sitting there vacant. Well, for, not only that, that's actually the the what you would charge anyway for yeah. somebody. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it getting torn up. Four hundred dollars a month of most of what these places um, ask for for their um. For rentals. A month? That's it? I, th- I assumed it would be eight or ten. Uh, eight that or a place? Thousand. The yeah. one that I, I want. Ten hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not going to name what place it was, but right. yeah, it was four hundred to seven hundred dollars a month, just depending on the size. The one that I called and they c- couldn't do the. Um, or it's emailed and they couldn't. Um, oh, okay. They didn't. They, it was a year lease. Yes. So okay. um, <clears throat> I don't want to. And how much them. is that a month? Four to four hundred to seven hundred dollars. Really, I thought it would be much more than that. No, wow. It's not in Pier Park. I know, but even still, I just assumed it would be much more than that. No. So they could really. I see. This is what I need to do. I need to go and find four people. Yeah. Actually, three because you'd be one. Yeah. Find three other people that want to rent a place for a weekend for two hundred dollars, yeah. and people would do that, and he could get more. Yeah. Than what he would get for a monthly yeah. rental. Yeah. And I could be a broker for that and get money off no of it. No one understands that. Like I said, and let and I get it. They want to fill it up and they yep. want um constant people. They want don't want to have the um stigma of people coming and going and you know no no stability. Yeah, but, but also with pe- that stigma, quote yeah. unquote, you have energy. Yeah. I mean, if you start getting people flowing into a yeah. place, Everybody's gonna want to oh, know well, about it. Oh, what's in here? Yeah, what, what, I mean, what else is in here? And if it's I'll a new event it. every weekend, yeah. I so mean, we and especially like oh, and the same night last night, Zen Garden had something similar to the uh, art cool. show that's out awesome. here. But that's the only eclectic place yep. out here. Like really, it where really where else? It, you you know one. around? Nope. Other than like, nope. Gypsy crepes and I know, but even still, like no no other places that. Our culture, our generation is yeah. gonna is gonna make it happen, whether yeah. people want to or not. Yeah. It's gonna happen. But what I was gonna say about oh. this art show at Mosey's uh-huh. with with Tessa and Taylor, they were they were the artists, two of the artists there. Sarah too. I, Sarah's Sarah. Is Sarah Bush. Yeah. Um, um, sister. So uh, and also, do they have a website or Facebook or anything? You should. T- they are very very talented. I know Sarah used to have a page on Society Six. If a lot of artists, yeah, 
have their work there and you can buy like stuff on pillows, their artwork on pillows and cell phone covers. Do you she remember Tessa's to. last name? Because I Birch, because I really liked her stuff a lot too. Yeah. But that was a great thing. They have five different artists there and so it's set, you know, depending on your personality, you're going to like different ones. I had a better time there than I did at the one in Atlanta. Because it was more... Because um, it was social. Yeah. And they had a band there, James oh, Saint. Oh, he was really good. He was really good. He reminded me, of, if anybody knows the song Nutshell by Alice in Chains, it was that type of vibe with the thing. I think that he might have been doing a lot of covers that I just maybe hadn't heard of. Yeah. But I really liked his, his vibe. He, he was very, very good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I'm looking forward to them doing some more stuff like that. I'll yep. go to Mosey's. I love Mosey's. Me Even too. though it's like all Mosey. the way in town, yep. I still love it because it's, su it's such a back. chill. No. And I don't know what was going on last night with the events. There was no parking. Like, if you know where the place is, everybody, like the place on Harrison and that area. Yeah. In between the place and Grace. Yeah. The, that entire parking lot all the way mm -hmm. was filled up. We See, ended up having to park in a bank or something like that yeah, down doctor's the street. office or something. No, um, and I was sitting there thinking, I was like, oh, it's Mardi Gras. I mean, it wasn't. Mardi Gras was on Beck. It was yeah. on um, in St. Andrews. So yeah. I was like, I don't know what in the heck everybody's doing down there. Then. I don't know. But it was, heck, it was really, really busy. Yeah. But, but there was a but lot of people good. in in Mosey's, too. Yeah, there was a lot of people in Mosey. I don't think it filled up that whole parking lot. No. I think there might have been something going on at the Martin Theater, but now they're rebranding mm. Harrison. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad to see that much money and that many people and that many, you know, different types of yeah. attitudes down there mm -hmm. all in one spot. Yeah. So, I mean, we need it. We, yeah. I mean, this city needs to liven up, and, and I think that it's awesome. So. And I think the young movers and shakers are doing that yep. or trying to well everybody trying that, to that was the cool thing about last night there were some older people there mm -hmm. and there was a lot of younger people i mm -hmm. mean there was there was literally a range from i'd say 16 years old to well there was children there yeah. too a few children yeah but uh you know people that were there it was 16 to i mean i think i even saw like a 75 80 yeah. year old yeah couple there mm -hmm. i mean it was full diversity yeah of, uh, biker dude came in that's and right. with his long beard yeah. and everything and then like a school teacher came in yeah so it was just like all over the place and i love that me too i absolutely love yep. that that biker dude really liked you a lot yeah i think that's the same guy that asked yep. me if i wanted a drink the last time i was there oh really he's like yeah. can i buy you a drink i said no it's okay. he was really looking at you a lot i think he liked you a bit he didn't like my face i don't know who knows maybe he didn't like the way my face looked why i don't say? know he was looking at you a lot. Most people, was it hate? I don't know. I don't no, know. I didn't know. No, yeah, I think he liked you. Anyway. <laughs> well, Mardi Gras happening all over the place. It'll be all over the place. What's was, Mardi Gras? I've never heard of it. Yeah. it's all over the. It was all over the place today and yesterday in St. Andrews. And I think next week it'll be out here on the beach. And then, um, and in town down Harrison. So it's just going to, I think the first weekend and like they usually do the first weekend on Harrison yeah. down there. I think that's when it's I actually be drove there. through there today. Um, they were going to have the parade. So well, I, yeah. Are you sure it's not on Beck? Yeah, it was on Beck. That's, not that's what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about for St. Andrews? Yeah. Yeah. But I, um, I know the one in Pier Park's next, next weekend. Okay. The 24th and the other one is. I'm assuming it's going to be on the You first. know what's really funny? Being from Louisiana, I actually have no idea when Mardi Gras is because we we just celebrate it for a month. I don't yeah. know. 
what date Mardi Gras actually lands I thought, on. It was, well, I thought it's it got to be the week. Wait, it's 40 days before Easter. I know that because history lesson time. History time. Oh, God. Mardi Gras was invented um, by Catholics about 250, 300 years ago, I think. Um, to, to do all the badness. Before right. they gave it up, yeah. Before Lent, because yep. we we celebrate as Catholics, as good Catholics, growing up, we celebrated Lent. And we gave up almost everything except we could eat, you know, fish and stuff on Fridays. But um, anyway, you would get out all your badness. You would go and drink and eat all to your fill before Lent started, because you knew that for forty days you'd be fasting until Easter, and so it turned into this thing. Full, gluttonous, lustful, you know, feel like humans tend to do. Yeah, but I mean, the Cajuns just took it to the nth degree and got fully drunk and fully fed and fully sexed up and everything like that before Lent. So, yeah. Anyway, it was a thing. Yeah, that's what's happening this this couple of weekends here. Yes. All the crazy. I've seen pictures being posted on my Facebook for people that were going at the St. Andrews one already. Cool. And um, I'm, I will not be attending. Why not? I don't like being around a lot of people There's like that. There's a lot that. of people. <clears throat> I mean, in certain instances, like... It'd be fun at, to bring the kids. They might like the, the parade. Sh- no, we tried that one year. Oh. It was a disaster. Too many people. Jordan is too loud. Oh. It was too much form, too much stimulation. But, um, like, being at the, sh- the show, the trade show, yeah. that's fine because people are spread out. Oh. But whenever, like, something packed, I, I can't, I don't like it. Because huh. if something happens, and I always think of that, and I know you said some stuff can happen all the time, Yeah. but and just, like, it'll be complete and total chaos. And I need to know the exits. Hmm. I know it's silly. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, moving on. We spent too much time talking about utter nonsense. I think that that's what this entire podcast <laughs> is based on. Positive vibes. Remember, this month we're gonna do um, Black History. Do you have anything for Black History? It's okay if you don't. Don't I, look panic to me. <laughs> no, I do. Um, I'm gonna watch the video that I sent to myself about Black History. Um. And I also have a positive vibes, and I'm going to listen to it on mute while you are talking about whatever yours was. Okay, mine is Mary Patrice Davidson Kenner. She was an inventor, and she invented this stationary, sorry, sanitary belt. And sanitary belt with a moisture-proof napkin, which is known as the maxi pad. Yeah. And um, she got it patented in 19... 19- that's not on mute. 1956, which was 30 years after she made it. And um, the company first showed interest in her, then rejected her once they found out that she was an African-American woman. Not just an African-American, but an African-American woman. So um, that's why they rejected it. So in, in between the years of 1956 and 1987, she received five patents um, for her household items and her personal item creation she invented the bathroom tissue holder really and she um which got patented in 1982 and that's really cool invented the backwasher mount what year uh 1982 when it got patented and she um invented the backwasher mount in the shower in the bathtub which was patented in 1987 so she did 
why we always talk about men inventors and of african-american descent or mm-hmm. you know any other they never talk about women so i just thought that it would be it was pretty awesome that um women to talk about women discovering things and all that stuff you're not going to be able to do that you should have did this before i really should have but i do know the story i'm just trying to kind of like get it all straight because i watched the video a couple times the way that I sent it to myself, I cannot rewind. Uh-huh. I have to just watch all the way through. Okay. So I know that the man's last name was Bullard. Okay. And this was during, um, let's see, he was born in the late 1800s. And uh, a black man born in the late uh-huh. 1800s, like 1890-something. Okay. And his dad was almost lynched in 1903. And so from then, he decided that he was going to find a way to not be a slave. Okay. So he worked on doing all of those things for several years. And then during World War One, he tried to enlist in the um, Air Force uh-huh. for the United States. Yeah. They would not let him um, because he was black. Yeah. And so he ended up at some point going over to France. I'm going to miss a lot of details on this, but it is okay. a cool story. So he ended up going to France, and he became an Air Force pilot for wow. France, and became a very good Air Force pilot for France for a very long time. And then um, during World War Two, uh, or after that, he tried to come back to America, tried to be an Air Force pilot again. They still wouldn't let him, um, and. There's only a few more minutes left on this video, but uh, anyway, he w- went on to do like a ton of other things, but there was a bunch of expats that ended up in Paris for a long time, and I should have wrote all this down. Yep. But I thought you were going to talk longer. I thought it would like be able to restart, but it didn't. Uh-huh. Um, so you're going to have to listen to me just kind of talk for just a second while this is almost about to restart. Yeah, Eugene. uh, Yeah, okay. So uh, it was Eugene Bullard, and Uh um, he was the only African American pilot at all to fly in World War One. But the he never flew for the United States. Like I said, Uh he was the son of a freed slave who was born in Georgia in 1875, and his father almost was lynched in 1903, Uh and after that. Uh, he was determined to escape racism that was all around him. So, what he did is in 1912, he went over to um, on a merchant carrier in 1912, yeah. and he ended up in London, and he was a boxer in London. And w- one of the boxing matches ended up getting him into France. Like, you know, you fight yeah. the different people and everything like that. So, he ended up in France as a boxer, and then, in, whenever World War One erupted in 1914, he enlisted in the Fort, French Foreign Legion, uh, the infantry. And he was awarded the Croix de Grue for his bravery at the Battle of Verdun. And I wish I could talk French better. And um, he was determined to fly. So he ended up, after he was injured, he got into a plane and he was able to fly with the French military in World War One, and he had his plane's insignia was a pierced dagger, and he said it was the slogan that all blood runs red. Yep. 
Um, and then he entered the war in 1917, and he signed up for the American Air Force, but the Americans didn't want him to be an Air Force pilot because he was black. So um, he wouldn't let that, you know, stop him. So he went over to the French, and he signed up as an airplane pilot there, and he uh, fought for them. And after that, he started playing jazz, and he thrived in uh, Paris's jazz scene during that time. Um, he owned a nightclub, an wow. American-style bar, and an athletic club. Wow. He was super fit, as this picture just showed, and he... Um, it was a thriving American in the expat scene, the uh, expatriates that went over yeah. there, like uh, Langston Hughes, F. Scott Fitzgerald, That's Salvador awesome. Dali. Um, they all they all kind of like hung out together. And then in World War Two, he uh, he was tried to he was sucked back into the war, uh, but he didn't he didn't stay there very long. He was trying to escape uh, the Gestapo in Germany. Mm. And then ultimately in his life, he ended up working as an elevator operator in Rockefeller Center after wow. all of that. Uh, but he kept on fighting for civil rights activism uh, throughout all the, the, you know, whenever 1949, all, you know, all those times whenever uh, uh, black people were really held down. But he, he just kept on fighting for civil rights, which is super amazing. Awesome. But he is a true hero. Cool. That was a long story, but it, it was. was good. All right. That was a history lesson. Well, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hey, guys. Just want to take a moment to shout out one of our really good friends that just started a podcast. It's called The Greens Give Up, and it's about two of our very close friends. They give up for two weeks something that they cannot live without, pretty much. And um, they talk to us every two weeks on Mondays, and they go like how they endured the, t the thing that they gave up endured yeah. the thing that they gave up for those two weeks and um, they give up crazy things it's hilarious so if you guys have a moment please go and I will link it in our description box yep. the greens give up and it's the best podcast ever do yourself a favor and listen <laughs> to it and enjoy the show thank you and we're back oh yeah okay you said you had something positive vibes is it positive vibes time? It was indeed. We went on a twenty-minute talk about our. Um, we just talked too long about <laughs> our driving habits, so it just went a little. I don't care. Much. I think that that is more genuine, and people enjoy that Baby, more it's than. Fine. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, what's your positive vibes story? I just. This is another video, but I'm going to do better with this one. Um, because. Uh, I just need to see the guy's name. I just watched it a little while ago, and so I remember it. Um. Is so his name is Mohammed Bzeek. It's B Z E E K, and I had a friend of mine um, post this a little while ago, and it was so awesome. So what this guy does, he moved. He's uh, he's an immigrant from I forgot where he's from, but anyway, he come over and he lives in in Los Angeles. And shortly after he moved here, he started um, adopting kids. Oh, I saw who that. Who would not be adopted any other way. They were terminally ill children. I saw that, yeah. And so, I mean, there was a variety of issues. Anybody, any child that would not be able to be... Ad sorry. Any child who would not willingly be adopted, yeah. I guess you'd say, by people because they were terminally ill, he would adopt them. And he's been doing this 
for years and the one he has now is six years old she's blind and deaf and she's got brain problems and she could die at any moment they don't know when and so he just hugs on them and loves them and tries to be with them and gives them somebody to care about he has had god i can't remember how many kids he's had like it was like 12 kids die in his house yeah because you know that was just what he has determined to do with his life man and i mean i just like i don't have the strength to do that there's no no way and so and the interviewer even asked like you know after this happens does it make you not want to do this again and he's like no absolutely not we have to do this and he said we have to do this like like there's other people doing it or something i don't understand anyway it's just the completely selfless attitude i you know, it takes a special person to do something absolutely. like that, man. Um, so anyway, I just I found that absolutely remarkable. Apparently, some one of his friends set up a GoFundMe page mm-hmm. just for him to be able to buy food and medical yeah. equipment and stuff like that. It was like a hundred sixty thousand wow. dollars. So, and obviously, the guy makes money on his own. There's no way that you can that you can foster a child unless you're financially stable. Yeah. Um, and then with all the ones that he's adopted over the years, I mean, it's just. It's been, I don't know. I but think you I, mean fostered, not adopted. Yeah. But, I mean, it, but that's the thing. Like, I was just the genuine look in his face whenever he's around them. Mm-hmm. You know, you could tell that he, uh, he's just a special person. So, anyway, shout out to you, Muhammad Zeke. I wish I could say your name properly. I'm sorry I'm messing it up. That's but I, awesome. I thought that that was um, beyond incredible. How do you spell his last name? B-Z-E-E-K. B-E-E. No, B Z E E K. Not okay. three not three E's. Okay. Just two. Okay. I'll tag it. Or okay. try and find the video and whatnot. <sighs> Why am I mad this week? You don't have any positive vibes? I did. That was my thing. I told you that. My positive vibes for this month will be black history. Oh. I said it the first time we did it. Okay. That's why you've been coming up with positive vibes. How about that? That was totally by accident. I'm glad it worked out. You done interrupting me now? Yes. Okay. Why am I mad this week? Why are you mad this week, Glenn? I'm mad because... Tell me why Why do mad. people insist on talking about things they hate? I do it. However, I'm gonna... Let me... Preface it. Yes. Well, not even that. Let me, um... Digress. If something does not feed my soul, I'm going to stop talking about it. That's why I stopped talking about Trump. That's why I talk, stopped talking about so much politics on, on Facebook. That's just It's just a negative place to be mentally. So, and, I'm, and this is totally about Beyonce. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. It is totally about Beyonce. Because people are sitting there and they're saying that she's so full of herself and blah, blah, blah. Why is she... Why do you care that much if she is? Why are you talking about it? I do not talk about Kylie Jenner or um, Kendall. I despise seeing their faces so much. They're everywhere. And it, any of the Kardashians? Any of them. It drives me absolutely crazy, but I'm just not going to be like, I'm not going to go don't watch on. The show. No. And I'm not going to go on some, the news feed that they're on and say, oh my God, they're so annoying. Oh my God. Why? Yeah, they're annoying. That's why I just bypass whatever it is. <laughs> so if you don't like somebody, why do you take the time out of your day and send a complaint about how much you don't like them? Yeah. Instead of being like, you know, uh, whatever, you know, that's like, yeah. like just 
if you don't like somebody's music and they're on like the Grammys, I did not watch half the people's performance because that wasn't for me. Mm. That wasn't mine. Like I love Bruno Mars, but I did not um, like his. I don't like his new album, so I'm not. Gotcha. I didn't watch his performance. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh my god, she's so he's so rated. It takes a certain level of narcissism to be a entertainer. It does. Mm. It really does. And people don't understand. They're like, she's so full of herself. Yeah, probably. She probably is. She To get on stage in front of all those people night after night and not have this sense of superiority, you know, yeah, superiority, it's kind of like, you can be humbled, Yeah. but you still have some degree of... Well, I was actually just thinking about Adele because... She does too. She has every follower in the world, but she... She made sure to still give, and that was, Beyonce. and that's what the thing that was on um, Facebook too. Whenever everybody was saying so much negative crap about Adele's, yep. um, like speech and Beyonce everything, Beyonce does that. She always gives shouts out to other people. I mean, constantly she's pointing out she, how other. But people... here's the thing, though: was she so full of herself when she told Taylor Swift to get on stage and accept that award when she won for the MTV mm. Awards? Whenever Kanye came and interrupted her, her yeah. was she full of herself then? No, she's full of herself now, and your opinion is because now she's talking about things that you don't want to hear. Yeah. So that's completely different. So sit down with your garbage and just shut up. Just hush. I I don't I don't like Taylor Swift, but you don't hear me talking about her all the time, do you? No. Exactly. But anyway, um, I just think it's funny how people just sit in there stew over this. You're never gonna meet these people ever <laughs> so why are you so pressed about this issue right <laughs> it's not that well the other thing is so i would i would say the the difference between um politics and entertainment is like you were saying you back yeah. off all these things you can't ignore it i don't well, know well no the thing i was going to say is like as far as entertainment goes it will literally never affect your life Mm-mm. Politics might. I mean, like, as far as taxes go or, you know, it might. like, different things in your life, it can, yeah. it can seriously affect your life. But entertainment will not. Other than just making your life better because you're yeah. listening to super cool music. Yeah. So you could literally, if you wanted to, just yeah. ignore all movies in Hollywood. Yeah. And you could still go out into the world and live a perfectly normal yeah. life. Exactly. So, and then the thing about it, too, is, and they were saying that, you know, Beyonce, how... She thinks she's the only one that's ever been pregnant and sings and what I was like. I don't think you guys well, understand that she's I'll say this. actually singing well, while she's on stage. Not only that, I mean, she can't hide that she's pregnant. No, and, and she's pregnant. The other with twins. thing is, there is not very many people that have been pregnant where millions of people were elated that they were pregnant. And, and I mean, other than like the princess getting pregnant in England or something. Well, that, and know. here's the thing too. She's she's made it very, and she's a very private person. Yeah, she's made be. it, yeah, as much as she can be as a celebrity. But she's made it known that they had trouble conceiving. Oh, I didn't know that. And so, I mean, Blue was, you know, one of, because she's had a miscarriage before. Oh, I didn't know that. And um, so... Blue is like their, you know, their miracle baby. You know, yeah. after going through that, and then people just want to hate, just to hate. Yeah. Like I said, if it does not feed your soul, it should not feed your, you know, shouldn't let it enter your mind. Yeah. So my and and then Adele getting up there and then making her cry, saying how incredible you are, yeah. and, it, and she's and already emotional because she's pregnant. Yeah, and then she's and she's like, I love you, and Beyonce's like, I love you. You are, you know, to, you yeah. can read her lips that I love you too, and thank you, I love you, and it's just so funny that people are trying to 
pit people, especially women, against each other. And yeah. to sit here and Adele's literally saying, "You're we're on the same level yeah. and I freaking love you and yeah. I want you to be my mom and everything. And, she, and then people are saying, she shouldn't have said that about black people. Because she I said, didn't. you empower my black, the way you empower people and the way you empower my black friends yeah, I heard her say is, that. you know, the way my, may my, make my black friends feel empowered yeah. and all that stuff. People were saying she shouldn't have said that. Well, and I'm just like, y'all are whatever. just, she did y'all know the Grammys was going to piss y'all off. And that's like Kid Fury and Crystal said, she's like, they're like, I didn't even entertain, Chris, Kid Fury was like, I didn't even entertain the Grammys. I didn't watch anything. Hmm. He said that he watched whenever um, he was scouring Twitter and he saw a bunch of people say, Tina, yes. Tina's Beyonce's mom. Okay. So that's when he turned it on to watch her performance. Uh-huh. After that, he, he turned it off. Because he knew it's the Grammys. Yeah. And you know, the Grammys are going to be like I said, they're not going to let people win that you love. I enjoyed the Grammys this and year. And he I never even do. said, and he even said, "I love Adele. Yeah. I absolutely love Adele." And it's just like, just because we want somebody to win, don't mean it's win. Yeah. And what's funny is, I was reading a letter. I don't know if it's true or not, but I saw um, one of the guys from the Village People. Okay. He wrote a letter to the Academy or whoever is over the Grammys or whatnot. There is actually a special committee that outvotes the people that actually voted on the regular academy hmm. that outvotes um, what the other voters did. There's a special group. I don't know how true it is. I have to go back yeah. and um, read it because, you know, that's... They said he, he said... Matt that might he, know about that. He said that um, they made it whenever um, Lana Ritchie hmm. won a Grammy over Bruce Springs or Sting. Or Bruce, no, it was Bruce Springsteen. He won it over Bruce Springsteen, so they made this special committee to outvote or over, you know, overturn the voters. Mm. But anyway, that's neither here or there. It's an award show. Everybody, everybody's not gonna win who you want to win or who you think deserve to win. So I mean, I wasn't impressed about it. Like I said, I love Beyonce, so I'm just like, and I'm sure she's like, this is the best body of work I do to date. So. Everybody loves yep. it, and everybody received it how I wanted them to, you know, receive it. I'm done. I don't. She's like she's. Everybody was saying she's got so many Grammys. Mommy's good. <laughs> so it's not like you know yeah, she, she doesn't needs need those, more. Yeah, it's like she needs to be recognized by these people. Right. But it's just like you know she wanted people to receive it who loved it, and that's all that mattered. Yeah. So um, that's it for that. That's just why I'm it just. And I do it a lot, too. And I'll rant about it for a smooth two seconds or 20 seconds. I'll be like, that stupid asshole. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> you know, it's fine. it's fine. But people that harp on things is really aggravating. Especially, like, stuff like this will never affect your life. It's just funny. It's just funny that people, like I said, to take the time out of their day to be like, you are stupid. Right. Oh, ouch. But anyway, I have a couple of questions for you. Okay. Um... What do you wish we had access to in this town? In this town? Yeah. Oh, no. I think that... I don't know. The age of the internet. I, I don't know. That's hard to... It's like what is lacking in this town besides diversity and culture. What do you <laughs> well, think? Well, that was my first... <laughs> what do you think? Um... But we're working on that. I mean, I mean, the obvious answer is, you know resources for autism but we've yeah. got to work on that because yeah. if it doesn't if we don't do that 
we've been talking about it for a lot, but haven't done it. Yeah. But anyway, um, I mean, other than that, I I don't know. I don't know. And that's not even like a town. I mean, I think that like a local coffee shop would be pretty cool. You know, like just a place to go in the morning Mm -hmm. and have. You know, I miss Joey's. A real, I mean, I could go to that Matt's place in town or whatever that is. Well, Finn's um, is open, but it's not open at the time that you needed to be open. And that other place is, um, Finn's has a coffee shop. Yeah, it opens at seven thirty though. I could make that. I um, can do that. Where's that? That's pretty far away Finn's, though. It's in, um, Mr. Surf's. That's pretty far away. Yeah, but, but I could still make that. That's why I don't understand why nothing's on the east end of the beach. It drives me absolutely. That is the east. It's just the southeast. No, I mean, I mean that's, right here. That's if there's a coffee shop or some kind of yep. area, like, ra- there's fit, there's so many <laughs> neighborhoods right here. There's five neighborhoods where we live, and not even, not even um, counting Woodlawn, and then not even counting the 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 traffic that people are coming in, t- coming from in town. Every bridge, everybody's passing by that bridge. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I'm like, why? And I get it. They're putting they another- need to tear down that shopping center where Dollar General is, the whole thing, and build a shop like cool things there no they need to on the other side of cvs build something and they'll know further down they're going to build that um especially oh, where that... both sides of traffic yes. can get to it that's actually a good idea you talking about on the north side of back yeah. beach that's a really and i know good, they're yeah. fixing it. they're starting construction on the new school coming soon new elementary school hmm. um coming up soon and so they're about to build townhouses right there cool there needs to be other stuff there around here there will be. Now I was telling Christian about there used to be Chick Fil A right there. He's like, yeah. "Where?" I was like, "Right there." Right said, there in that um, empty spot. Yeah, well, I said whenever um, I dropped Daddy off at work, when I was pregnant with you, I'd go right to Chick Fil A, uh-huh. and, and he's like, "Oh," I was like, "I forget that's been that long ago." Mm-hmm. Whenever it was there, but I just feel like they put everything on the west end of the beach, and I get it. That's where all the money's at. But they got a price. Some that is bridge. not true. Well, all the money is that's where they want it to be. That's where they're assuming it is because yeah. of Carolina or you know those places like that. But there is there's money all over this beach. There's money in town. Yeah. For I, it drives me crazy whenever people say there isn't money here because there's money here. There's money in Dolphin it, Bay. Well, there's not money just, in. Not, I'm not. I didn't. I, I didn't. Mean, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't mean it like that. I just mean that's what their assumption is. Well, they're assuming that everybody. They're just well, going to migrate. And to this isn't their a, this isn't a wrong assumption. Mm-hmm. But they're assuming that most people are going to be traveling from the west or from yeah. the north yeah. to come here. Most people are not going to... People from the east, there's only Atlanta yeah. and then Florida. But nobody from Florida is going to travel to Panama City, yeah. to Florida to, yeah. you know, for vacation or whatever. And they do. Well, kind of. But, you know, most people are coming from Texas and Louisiana yeah. and Alabama. And but all you this. have to put in the fact that, too, so is the locals So they're assuming that they're coming across Inlet need Bridge. Need something, too. I know. They're assuming they're coming across Inlet Bridge or 79 and... and which is true, but there's still so much stuff over yeah. there. I mean, you know, yeah, cater to the locals. Yeah, because we'll, exactly. we'll, we'll, we'll give you our money. money. <laughs> we'll give you money. We promise. But you gotta make something for us. All right. Next question. Do you think we can do the changes or be the changes that we want in this town? Yes, I saw a thing and it said, "Be the change that you want to." Is Gandhi? Yeah. Gandhi I said. found out he was extremely racist. Was he? I didn't realize that. <laughs> but anyway. I, Be the I'm, change you want to see in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, even a broken clock is right twice a day or whatever you want to yep. say. It's still a true statement. Be mm-hmm. the change you want to see in the world. And I have been trying to do that. Like, I've actively been doing things. I don't know how to. 
I don't want to sit there and talk about like all the cool things yeah. I've done or whatever, but I've been purposely going out of my way to do things for people and like at convenience stores or whatever. No, that's not what I mean. No, but like literally like to make people feel welcome. That's not what I'm referring to. What are you talking about? I'm just saying like all the changes that we want to see. You're talking about the culture and that kind of thing? It, yeah. And yeah, but like, I think that I think, we are doing like even by visiting the art show yeah. and doing those things and getting to know the people there. Like we met different people there. Yeah. You know, they're going to remember our faces and we're going to be able to see them out in public. They're, yeah. and they're You know, it just kind of generates an energy that's going to, you know, multiply. So. You think we'll be able to do that? Well, yeah. I, I mean... I have no doubt. Yeah. So, but and there's things that we need to do, but yeah, I just don't know exactly. Just one step at a time. Yeah. We've got to just let this thing go organically and yeah, you know, not push it or whatever. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Um. More. That's it. No, no more questions. Um, the only like real talk or whatever you want to call it. Is I watch it's doubt. It's what the people want to call it, Gwen. Whatever. <laughs> it's, 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 what, it's, it's what our listeners. The only want new to thing that it. I watched this week was Doubt, and that was um, it's a new like lawyer show with um, Laverne Cox in it. That was in Orange Is the New Black, and um, Catherine Heigl that was in Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. She tried to be in another series and it didn't work out, but this one actually is good. I really dug it, and it was um, just her being a top dog um, lawyer and. The Vern Cox as well, and just you know, it was pretty good. I can't remember that older guy's name, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. But it was, I, I dug it. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We watched Blackish today. There are other the things, but one thing I was wanting to put in real talk is the Greens give up. Okay. Because I mean that is literally entertainment. Okay. I use that as entertainment for okay. an hour, and so because it's been a week, I'm gonna go ahead and like talk about stuff. Okay. And so, spoiler alert or whatever. But anyway, they gave up deodorant this last mm -hmm. segment, which was beyond hilarious. And them talking about, like, how they felt about it yeah. and everything this last time. That's one of the things I really like about their podcast. I get to hear about their adventures for the last two weeks. Uh -huh. Wow, our dogs are just amazingly schizophrenic needy. So, anyway... Mac, leave the room. Uh, but anyway, so they gave up deodorant. And they had to, like, figure out a way to... And they were, like, smelling themselves a lot and wondering if they were stinking and all this other stuff. Gwen, you were distracting me tremendously. Go Just ahead. tell him what I'm... I can't talk with you doing that. Just tell him what you need. Thank you. So, um... I can't help that you are... Uh, I know, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. <laughs> so... Anyway, um, I mean, I know I'm talking. I'm talking to the listeners, but I, it helps me to talk to you okay. and just let them listen to me talk to you. Okay. So they were talking about giving up deodorant, we, and the, so they were talking about like you being said they were sniffing themselves. But stuff. here's what's interesting: I was around them. I never smelled them, and mm. I don't know that other people necessarily smelled them. Maybe yeah. they sm they sm I think you can smell yourself a lot more. You can. So here's what's interesting, though. Matt said that he he thinks. Not exactly, but he it's possible that deodorant is a scam. Like to to get people to buy stuff. Antiperspirant possibly, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um anyway I think I just think it's an interesting thing that I didn't I didn't really smell them. 
Yeah. And I was close to them. Yeah. But they were kind of concerned about it. Like, do I smell? Do I not? Yeah. And Matt did make a good point. Like, it's wintertime. So yeah. I'm wondering if it would be like that in July. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we might try it out again in July oh or whatever. Oh, Lord. But I smell terrible, so I could never do that. I That's the thing. Like, even if other people can't smell me, I smell pretty bad. So, and I got to say, like, they invite their get the, the listeners yeah. to participate in whatever they're doing. I'm not doing there that. There hasn't been one yet that I've been able to, I, where I'm just, I'm like, man, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't work in construction, too. So, that kind of. Well, I work out twice a day yeah, some I mean, days. I'm just like, without, so, I'm, I left my deodorant twice. Yeah. And I was just like, this is yeah, I cannot do it, this again. I mean, the self consciousness that yeah. that I would feel on that is yeah. pretty tremendous. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna just like, and then I start keeping deodorant in my car because yeah. that one time yep. I forgot my deodorant. I was like, yep, you know, this is going in the car now. Yep. But that's so, pretty cool. Good for them for sticking yeah, awesome. to stuff. Awesome. Good for you. Yeah, that's um, awesome. I th- well, Janelle cheated again. She the only <laughs> once, but she did. She cheated with the naps and she cheated with this. But uh, but only one time, and it was only. and it was you know on a on a church day whenever people are around yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, but I think that that is kind of kind of interesting. It is. So next week, uh, and I'm only saying this because it's been a week already since their podcast. But next week they're giving up grocery shopping, oh. so they've got to figure out a way to. Uh, but they actually do for real grocery shopping. They go once a week mm-hmm. and buy like everything that they need. Mm-hmm. Where we don't do that well, at all. Your children eat so much. I'm in the well, grocery store. Up, I don't uh, think it's that. Like they they both have um, regular jobs where they get paychecks that are they know that a paycheck. No, is coming in it's at such not a that. Time. I could I could I could do that weekly, but it will not matter. I will have to go to the store um, within two days. I've tried it. Huh. I've tried it because Christian will. Oh, Jordan will eat all the bread. Yeah. And all the lunch meat. Yeah. And Christian will eat all the chips. Hmm. Or it's just it's just different things. I mean, I tried it and I was like, you know what, whatever. I'm gonna be at the grocery store anyway, so yeah. it does not matter. But there's no way. Like we go to the grocery store every day or every yeah. other day or yeah. something like that. That's why I wish there was a grocery store close to us. Yeah, it'd be nice. To ride my but bike. I like Publix. There needs to be a Publix right there. There's 15 Publix. Yep. And, if they um, put another Publix where the whole Kmart was at the foot of the bridge, they'd make money there too. So especially when the, the although the, the, the other Publix point, would lose money, I doubt it. I really seriously doubt they, they would lose would. everybody's business around here. I don't. I really don't think that they will. They would lose mine. Then they lose all the people within this five um, mile radius hmm. or three mile radius. That's probably a lot. But just sitting, no, just sitting there thinking about it too. How many grocery stores are near your mom? And I know that's a bigger city. They probably got four or five grocery stores right by her. There is they a grocery Rouse's store. They have Rouse's and Albertson's and Winn-Dixie. There's a grocery store every five minutes. Yeah. Every five minutes within every couple of blocks, there's a grocery yeah. store. So, Because there's na- so many neighborhoods around. People want to be able to be, want, want to be convenient. Yeah. Two, to be within walking distance. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's just nice to not have lady. to go to any lights to go to the grocery store. Yeah. There's a lady that what? There was a lady in New York that was uh, a, I don't know what you call it, but like a road coordinator or whatever. Mm-hmm. City city planner. City planner. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to figure out a way to like get traffic the best and you know how cars could flow and whatnot. And she was like, man, y'all got it all wrong. Y'all are, y'all are thinking about this in a sideways manner. What? He threw up in the 
Oh, Why can't you geez. clean it up? Son, just close the door. We'll, we'll deal with it in a little while. Um anyway, she was saying you're thinking about this all wrong. You know, you don't plan to where traffic can flow easier. You plan to where there's no traffic, meaning try and set up businesses within walking distance. Exactly. And then there is less driving. Exactly. So but anyway, I thought that was a pretty clever idea. But that would really work well. I mean, especially even in this area. Yeah. I mean, I could probably walk to CVS in, what, 10, 15 minutes? If that. Yeah, because you were going for like 30 minutes and made it all the way there and back with the dogs <laughs> yeah. the other day. So. Yeah. Anyway. I just don't... It's just, like I said, so This isn't times entertainment ago. anymore. No. Well, you started it. Anyway. I know. We um, went down a back road to, trail. Back to... Um, what I wanted to talk about was Walking Dead came back. Yes, it did. Thank and God. He's tried. He tried to go to King Ezekiel. No. Yeah, Ezekiel. Yeah. Ezekiel, and try and get all the people together for that. Yeah. You know to take down Negan, and he was like, nah. So he made Daryl stay, because yeah. if Daryl didn't stay, because they ended up going. They looked for they him looked in for Alexandria. Him. Yeah. So um. Which was smart. I told y'all that Rick, he needed to be crazy for a little while and needed to comply for a little while. Yep. But I told y'all, he, he ain't going to stay down long. Y'all didn't believe me. But we'll um, live stream tomorrow, too. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. I, I really would like to live stream. I just, will I say this. For all the Walking Dead fans, I mean, okay, so obviously you know that we're fans. Yeah. We've watched every show. We dedicate segments to it. We yeah. do the Walking Dead live. Yeah. We can't call it that. That is total copyright issues. We do no, the... No, they said it, it, it is if we try and sell it. Sell something from it. But oh. if it's just like, well, we're you know, selling We're selling cool Randy Maniac shirts. No, we're not. No, off mugs. of them. If we like, oh, okay. you know. So no. anyway, um, we do a live stream of Walking Dead. We love Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Yep. And so anyway, but I got to say, man, this last Sunday, there was some really bad acting in it, in my you opinion. Said it, yeah. I like I saw it. I was like, man, they, you know, and I almost saw. You don't remember Lost was really good for a long no, time. I didn't watch it. Okay, well, anyway, but with Walking Dead, I was just kind of concerned. It's been a lot of seasons now. I don't want people to start here's getting the, stale. Here's and, the thing with that, though, you have to realize too. When whenever um, there's different directors, really, they want different things. And it's not necessarily the. It is like that because you. I you thought can, Walking Dead had one director. Mm-mm, there's different directors every like all all the time. There's different directors all the time, but um, huh, um, just every one of the Harry Potters had a different director. I did not know. It's this. just it's just different. That every director wants certain things for so if if some shows are off, that's why they're off sometimes. And um, because you have a different person. So it's almost like the director is in charge of like how the overall show ends up looking. Well, it's the director. It's like he's directing the whole thing. Huh. I never considered that. I'm serious. Are you serious? I'm being very serious. I've thought about directors or whatnot, but I've never considered that angle until you just said it. Yeah. But it does make total sense. If there is a different director. But I just felt, I thought that the acting fell very flat in a lot of spots. And it could have been on this. And, on this, you know, sometimes you just like I don't. I didn't get that episode. Well, and there's that, and then I, I took. I tried to take a lot of things into consideration. This is the first one back. Yeah. You know, maybe they were trying a little too hard to make it exciting. But here's the cool thing about Walking Dead, and the, they you know, just filmed them if all. the Walking Dead people happen to be listening to me right now, 
I just got to tell you, you don't have to try. You've got a good enough story. No, you do not have to try and overdo that. it in it's any kind like of capacity. It's just like whenever you see an awesome um, actor, when you're like, oh man, every movie they come out with is awesome. And then that one movie, that's a kind of good plot. Huh. And then their acting is like, what in the hell would they do? It's that. It's a different director. Huh. It's just all it is. Just sometimes they want different things from different people, you know, in that's different situations. So, yeah, that's all that was. But I didn't see it. I mean, it's it's. I just think it was a slow episode. It so wasn't just that it, for I, me. I said for me. I just well, thought it was like I actually enjoy the slow episodes. Yeah. I know that a lot of people don't enjoy the slow. I do because I think that it's you a story build builder. Mm-hmm. And you know, whenever you're gonna have the slow episodes, I think that they're necessary. Yeah. Absolutely, um, necessary to the story. Well, I mean, not only that, but like if every show was just fighting and stuff, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't, it'd just be a fighting show. Uh, and honestly, that's why I stopped watching the 100, because every, every episode, and I loved it too, the first yeah. two, even like the last of the uh, second season, I was just like, just um, tell me what happened, you know, just get this over with. I was just ready yeah. for it to be over with. But, and then, like, the first episode, it was that. And then the second episode, I was like, I'm do- I can't. I can't watch this anymore. I just I thought about something, too, about Walking Dead. Uh-huh. So, Negan's people came into the Alexandria, mm-hmm. and they trashed everything again yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But what's really interesting, he knew what they were looking for, mm-hmm. and that wasn't there. And he knew that that wasn't there, mm-hmm. meaning Daryl. Mm-hmm. So, now he knows how they operate. Yep. Knows what they look at. Knows how to act whenever, maybe well, the next time the, um, that something happens... And they do have it in town. They have a walkie-talkie now. Well, I'm just saying that they might have an availability or an accessibility to understand the psyche behind yeah. the way that they work. And I like the scene with her and um, Rick, with Michonne and um, Rick knocking out down all those. Everybody um, loved that, yeah, with the rope in cool, between. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it was like steel. It was steel. It wasn't rope. Oh, I thought that's it was a steel they, cable. No, that's why they couldn't take it off. It was just, Yeah, it's a, it's a steel cable. That's flexible. Yeah, but it was still made out of steel. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that they said rope. Steel rope, whatever. Yeah, it, I mean, no. rope is braided. Anyway, yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into technicalities. I thought you meant like a woven. It was woven. <sighs> cloth, whatever. No, it was not Hemp. cloth. Um, but this is what I thought you meant. No, it was steel. Yeah. It okay, was steel so anyway... We're totally splitting here. Anyway, it was really cool whenever we got to watch 250 zombies meet their doom instantly. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then... Although, I just thought about it. None of them died. No. Who blew up something? Remember somebody? There was a a piece of dynamite on one of them. Um, Rosalie did that. It bloated up and and, and it killed a bunch of them. Yeah, but we'll be live streaming tomorrow. I think that'll be awesome. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, Wow. We'll probably rock are we going to have to do that from one of our personal pages again? Probably. Okay. I mean, I don't know why it doesn't tell me. And that's know. what pisses me off about Facebook because I see everything that the Greens um, post on theirs, but I don't see, I right. wonder if everybody sees what we post unless I share it. Maybe people just don't like watching it. Possibly. That is a possibility. No, it's not that. It's something with Facebook. Facebook's yeah, because we had a lot of people say, oh, we didn't see it. Yeah. And, and we had to yeah. put it on our personal page. So yeah, Anyway. Do you want to do closing now or do you want to take a break? Oh, we always take a break. Okay, we we'll be right back. Do a commercial. All right, we'll be back. Okay, closing. Yeah. I have no closing. I Bye. I have nothing either. <laughs> I really don't have anything to say. I love you. I've been enjoying being around. We've got to spend a lot of time together and we've we got have. to go on a lot of dates this year. And 
It's been super awesome. Do you want to rate our out. marriage for this week? Haha, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Rate our marriage. How is our marriage? Actually, this I think week? our marriage probably is at a two point five every week on a scale from one to five. Wow, that's low. Okay. Well, no, I mean like, well, it was like that thing that you posted the other day. That you know, there's sometimes like you want to. It's all like gumdrops and lollipops or whatever, and you're loving each other, and then you want to kill each other. So that make it a two point five, right? Because it's like halfway in between ecstasy and complete devastation. Wow. Right. Whatever you say, dude. Isn't that how it goes? No! I don't think so, but whatever. I wouldn't rate it at that, but I mean, whatever. What would you rate it as? I was in like a three or so. Out of five? Maybe. We need to do a scale of ten. Five. Four. Isn't that Four and exactly, a half. That's exactly what I just... I that's exactly the same ratio. Oh, Holy yeah. God. The number's okay. bigger, so it's different. Okay. Anyway... <laughs> No, that's giving you crap. Yeah, it's just been a blah week. I guess. With everything going on, so. Has it been blah for you? Yes. So, I mean. Uh, well, we just came off a lot of excitement in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, which was kind of a high point. And then we always go through our thing where we're trying to, like, find each other. You know, yeah. we're, like, away from, apart from kids. and Yeah. I don't know. It's I don't think people thing. understand that well, with marriage. And maybe we'll talk about marriage more next week. That'd be fun. I feel like we need to talk more about And no questions, just talk, talk about marriage and everything and yeah. how. I think it'd be good as long as you realize that I'm right. I don't think people can hear you. Because you're, you're down there now. No, I think you can hear it just fine. That's a good microphone. Okay. We'll find out. I'll listen to the episode. Well, it's just this last part that you're down there with. Yeah. But anyway, um, comment, like, share, yep. um, subscribe, subscribe to buy all t-shirt. our various things. I think I'm going to take it off, um, Spreaker because no one listens to it on Spreaker. So okay. don't expect that to be on too much longer. So it'll be just Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Will it save us anything by not being on Spreaker? Yes. Money or time? Yes, both. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, um... Just listen out for that or watch out for that. And um, listen to the Greens Give Up. They're awesome. Yep. And I'll put a, a commercial in for that as well. And all that sugar goodness. And, and tag um, Taylor and Sarah with their art. I will. And tag... Mosey's? Yes. I will. Is that all you wanted to say? Yes. All right. Well, y'all be awesome and we will catch... We'll try not to be so late Next week with Are we late? oh yeah like four gonna, days away. <laughs> I think we should be Monday next week after the walk. Two days dead. from now we didn't do anything. No no no, Monday oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can just well we'll have the Walking Dead live. But what I'm saying is that next next week yeah it should be on Monday so that after the Walking Dead we can talk about what happened we'll during see. the Walking we'll Dead. We'll see how it shakes out. Y'all have an awesome well, it's week. Fresh on our mind. Yeah, we we'll have an awesome week and apparently we did have a closing. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you.